On this episode, grinding with gratitude and raw omnivore, my craziest test yet. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you guys. Man, I am so fortunate, so thankful to be able to do what I do, to be able to connect with so many of you guys. So thank you. And thank you for working on you. Thank you for working on you. When you work on you, it impacts more than just you. It impacts the people that you come into contact with. And in a larger sense, it impacts the world at large. The more that you improve yourself, the more that you shine your light, it helps all of us. So thank you for being on the journey. And you know what? It's okay if you're early on in that journey. Maybe you just recently kind of decided to start really working on growing and improving and facing some things. Maybe you've had a step back on that, right? Taking a step back, that's part of the journey. Wherever you're at, if you're listening to this show, it means that you're somewhere on that journey. You're wanting to be better. You're working to be better. And that's all we can do, right? That's all we can do is be on that journey. And when we get back, when we get off the path, get back on it. So thank you for being on that journey. If this is your first time checking out this show, welcome. This show is all about helping you, helping us together kick ass as men from the inside out. We talk about fitness and nutrition and hormones and sex and mind and emotions and all the things that we need to solidify from the inside out so that we can be the best that we can be and go out and kick ass. So I would love for you to hit that follow or subscribe button now so you get updated when future episodes of the show come out. And if you're in Spotify, hit that bell icon for notifications. Also, a reminder, I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or feedback, or if you want to book one-on-one coaching with me, please reach out to me anytime. You can text me 801-742-1439, or you can hit me up on Telegram, Instagram, or Facebook. Links for those are in the show notes. So let's talk about First of all, grinding with gratitude. This is a phrase that, to be honest, I'm not sure actually where it came from. I don't recall having sort of seen it somewhere in particular. It's very possible that I did. I don't claim any particular credit for it. Uh, but as far as I can remember, it, it came one day and I probably saw it somewhere. But this phrase, grinding with gratitude, I think is a really, really good one because it touches on a couple of very, very important things that make a huge difference in our life. Number one, grinding, right? We have to grind. We have to be willing to work hard. Nothing in life that is worthwhile is going to come without some effort. It's nothing is is going to come that's worthwhile without, without pushing ourselves. We need to be willing to grind, whether that's our physical health, it's a business, it's relationships. You know, how that grinding looks is different depending on the aspect of life and exactly what's going on. But grinding in general means stepping up in the face of resistance, stepping up in the face of challenge, stepping up in the face of something difficult and say, I choose to do this in the moment difficult thing because I know it leads where I want to go. You know, that's grinding. It's being willing to get down and be uncomfortable in that training session. It's being willing to have that uncomfortable conversation. It's being willing to you know, put the work into the business. It's being willing to face that resistance, to face that challenge with positivity and with a willingness to move forward into it instead of being held back by it. We've got to grind. But the important thing 
is not only that we're willing to grind, but that we do so from this base of gratitude. You know, life involves really beautiful, positive things, joy and happiness and fun and, you know, accomplishment and all the, all these awesome things. And it also involves sadness and, you know, anxiety and stress and, and challenging emotions and challenging experiences. And what I have found is that if we can have gratitude for all of that, it really changes how it feels. I think often as human beings, we fall into, or it's very easy to fall into this trap of we want the good things and we don't want to have the quote bad things, right? The, the challenging things, the challenging emotions, the, the down days, the right? We don't want those things. We push those things away and we want only the, the quote good things, the positive feelings and emotions and experiences. And sometimes, hopefully, we remember to, to have gratitude for things in our life and for people in our life, right? We have gratitude for our families and our kids and our spouses and our friends and you guys. And we have gratitude for all these awesome things, right? But I think it's really, really important to have gratitude for the difficulties because the difficulties, the challenges, the things that feel hard, often that's when we grow. And not only is that when we grow, but it's just as important a part of life. It's just as much a part of the human experience. Being sad is just as much a part of the human experience as being happy. Being connected is just as much a part of the human experience as being lonely. It's all part of this human experience. And I think if we can have a base of gratitude for all of it, a base of gratitude that says, I'm thankful to be on this journey. It may not always feel good in the moment. I may have down days. I may have down weeks. I may have down years, but I'm grateful for the journey, right? And that's grinding with gratitude, grinding with gratitude. It's being willing to go through the challenges. It's being willing to face the challenges, being willing to accept the challenges, being willing to accept the down times, the difficult times, and do so from a place of gratitude. And that added, that approach and that phrase has been one that's really stuck with me. And I think it's one that can be really effective in giving us this sort of base attitude towards life. You know, that's life. Grind with gratitude. Grind and push and have gratitude for the whole journey along the way. The, you know, supposed good things and the supposed bad things, they're all good. They really are. And I know that sometimes when we're down, we're stressed, we're sad, whatever, those kind of things, it's often in those moments, it is hard to, or it can be hard to, to be thankful for them. But I've really found that to be very much possible in recent years in my life, even when I've had you know, down days when I've had longer term struggles, whatever it is, there is an underlying gratitude. And I really am truly thankful for this entire journey, including the challenges and having that base of gratitude along with this willingness and this attitude of saying, 
I'm going to grind. I'm going to do the hard stuff. I'm going to face the resistance. I'm going to keep moving forward. There's something magic in that. So I would encourage you as you move forward, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Grind with gratitude every day, you know, have gratitude for the individual, you know, workout that you're in. Yeah, it's hard, you know, grind and be thankful that you have a body that's able to move, that you're able to have a hard workout with. You know, maybe you're having a longer stretch in your life of a more challenging time. Maybe you're between relationships and you're feeling lonely. Um, You know, maybe you're facing a longer term sort of health struggle, whatever it is. Be also willing to not only grind in those sort of short term, okay, I'm going to, you know, grind for this workout and have gratitude that I have the body to be able to even move, but also, you know, be willing to, yeah, I'm going to grind through this period of my life. And I actually have gratitude for this part of the journey. You know, maybe it's not the prettiest chapter in my life. Um, Maybe it's not the most comfortable chapter, but I'm grateful for the whole book, right? That is such a powerful approach in helping us find this place of peace and also in helping us really move forward and face circumstances from from a powerful approach. So put that into use in your life. I would love to, uh, I would love to see that hashtag actually uh, spread. I think that hashtag in and of itself or that phrase in and of itself actually says quite a lot. So maybe post on social media when you, uh, any of those things, when you're feeling that, use that hashtag grind with gratitude and that'll help other people get that message hopefully. So let's talk about my latest and maybe craziest nutrition test yet. If you guys have been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that one of the things that I talk about is always be testing. We got to always be testing when it comes to um, our health, our habits, all of the aspects of life. The only way that we improve is to test things. We got to try it for ourselves, and we can read about all, you know, we can read about things and research and talk to other people and all this stuff. But what really matters is putting things to the test in our own life and seeing how it works. And some of the things are going to be a positive result. Okay. That test worked really well. I'm going to keep that as part of my life. I'm going to take that on as part of the way that I do things. Sometimes you're going to do a test and it's going to be like, Oh shit. Well, that didn't work very well. Okay. Learn just as much from those kind of tests, knock and implement that on we go. So I'm constantly, I've spent the last 15 years, give or take constantly testing um, testing supplements, testing ways of eating, testing, testing ways of, uh, physical training, testing mental health strategies, and just all these different things. I'm always testing. So one of the things that I've tested recently is, uh, my way of eating of fueling my body. And I very look very much look at it as fueling my body. I do enjoy food, but over the years I've really transitioned to what really matters to me personally is how I feel. I want to feel good. And I want to eat the food that makes me feel good. And I know that I can find a way for it to taste good along the way, right? So I've tested tons of things over the last few years, especially. Um, But like I said, over the last 15 years, really, when it comes to nutrition, I've tested just all kinds of things. And uh, for a while or earlier this year, I had kind of found my way to being vegetarian. I wasn't eating meat. I found that I was kind of feeling better and I wasn't really feeling in alignment with the meat totally. And so I had kind of been vegetarian for a while. And because I'm always testing, 
on June 1st, I decided to try carnivore. I'm like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go the complete opposite. I'm going to test it because I test things. That's what I do. Right? So I decided I'm going to try carnivore. So I went carnivore, full carnivore, purely animal products, like meat, eggs, uh, animal fats, purely carnivore for, it, it was a couple of days of that at the beginning of June. And my intention when I did that had been to go 30 days. Cause that's usually, I usually give stuff at least, you know, a good stretch run to really see how it impacts me, but I'm always listening to my body. And a couple days into that carnivore test, I felt terrible. It just, it energetically didn't feel in alignment with me. Uh, my body didn't feel good. It just, it immediately did not feel good. And I was only a couple days in and I was to the point where I thought, you know what? I would actually rather fast then eat this right now. And so my body's not feeling good. It's telling me that it's not in alignment. It just wasn't feeling right. So I said, okay, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm done with that. So I think it was like three days, the beginning of June went back to being vegetarian and I have been eating eggs and grass fed butter. So that kind of vegetarian, but I haven't been eating meat and I'm connected with a couple of people online who, uh, who eat raw meat, and I had never really heard about that before. I mean, it always, you know, I'd, I'd heard things like, you know, a guy going into the butcher shop and like asking for a piece of the steak and trying it, things like that. But I'd never really, you know, it's not like there's a book of people promoting eating raw meat or anything like that. And so I was connected to a couple of people though. And I, I started to kind of see them and it piqued my interest a little bit and really without very much convincing, I kind of decided to try it. It just, it seemed very interesting to me for a few reasons that I'll kind of talk about. And I decided to try it. So first of November, I decided to go on this raw omnivore uh, diet. So primarily, if not exclusively raw, uh, most days or all days, but mostly raw, right? Occasional cooked things, which again, I'll talk about a little bit in a minute. Um, but the big part of this was raw meat and raw eggs as well, but raw meat. Now I want to take one second and clarify something, which is, this is me telling you about a test that I'm doing. I'm not saying to eat like this and I'm going to be telling you about my personal views on this and why I'm doing it and what I have felt. Uh, but there certainly are no, you know, studies or books or anything like this that, and I'm not saying you should go do this. I'm just updating you guys on stuff that I'm testing, right? So decided to start eating raw. So the first day got a steak and, uh, and, and tried it. It was a little bit of a mental hump to get over for sure. Right. To, to eat it raw. Um, but that first day, interestingly, I had, so I had a steak and I, and I cut about two thirds of it and I ate about, ended up eating about two thirds of it raw. And then about a third of it, I kind of seared like in a pan. I just kind of seared it a little bit. And, Cause I wanted to try it side by side. And when I did that, I actually found that I, the raw, even though it was a little bit of a mental hurdle to get over, actually kind of liked the raw just as much as I liked the cooked. So I was like, okay. And, and I did it on an empty stomach so that I could really tell I'm very much in tune with my body. And I, and I very much try to listen to my body. And I feel like I'm pretty in touch with what it's telling me. So I wanted to do it on an empty stomach so that I could eat this and, and then listen and say, okay, how do I feel, right? How do I feel 
10 minutes later, 30 minutes later, an hour later, the next day, all of it. And almost immediately within, you know, a relatively short period of time, I felt pretty good. It felt, it felt energetically to me, it felt much different than when I went on that, you know, in June, when I tried carnivore, when I first ate cooked meat again, when I ate this raw meat recently, November, it felt totally different. Energetically, it felt very different. And right off the bat, I kind of had a feeling that like, okay, this actually feels kind of more in alignment. And it's actually been about 30 days. So here we are at the beginning of December. I'm a little past 30 days and I have eaten raw eggs and raw meat uh, every day during that time. And I feel fantastic actually. So it's still an ongoing test. I'm not in a place where it's like, okay, I'm going to do this the rest of my life and you guys should all do this. I'm testing, right? But I'm 30 plus days in and I'm feeling really, really good. So let me tell you why I decided to do this and the benefits that I was sort of uh, hoping for and what I have felt. So a couple of things I think with uh, raw meat in terms of potential benefits. And also we'll talk about probably what is on your mind, which is like, you're going to get parasites and worms and all these things. We'll talk about that in a minute. But a, a couple things that I had seen from other people in terms of benefits that intrigued me. Um, one is the bioavailability of nutrients. A lot of foods are not all foods. A lot of foods are more digestible and more bioavailable when they're raw. And that is for a couple of reasons. One, we haven't, we change the structure of things when we cook them, which in some foods can be good and can help sort of release some nutrients that can be hard to digest raw in certain foods. But in other foods, that heating up process actually kind of destroys things along the way. Things like digestive enzymes, things like good bacteria, which is a huge piece of this. So people who are on a raw diet, which there's tons of people who eat exclusively raw, for the most part, they're raw vegans, right? But the benefits of raw, a couple of the benefits of raw apply kind of across the board. One of that is you maintain the natural good bacteria. So the, the, the bacterial balance, our microbiome in our body is so crucial, so crucial, not only for immune function, but for overall health and including our brain. They actually 60%, approximately 60% of our brain is actually in our gut. There's a very, very powerful brain gut connection. And a big part of that is the balance of good bacteria that we have. They're basically like our little warriors, right? And our good bacteria is really, really important. So one of the benefits that I certainly, um, you know, kind of expected was this, this basically probiotic good bacteria kind of effect, along with being potentially easier to digest, potentially more bioavailable, right? And then the other thing that I really wasn't necessarily expecting, but I definitely recognized quite soon after I tried this, was it energetically felt different to me. Cooked meat to me now especially feels, it feels dead in a way, where raw meat feels alive. There's this energetic aliveness. Now I know that of course it's not, you know, this animal has been harvested, but in a way, it feels very alive. It feels energetically alive, tuning into 
the energy and the vibration of it, it feels much more alive to me in an entirely different way. So it's been very interesting and I have felt absolutely actually quite fantastic. Um, I felt very strong. Um, I've put on uh, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about four to five pounds, four pounds at least, maybe five pounds of muscle, almost as far as I can tell, basically pure muscle in the past month or so. I have not necessarily dramatically changed my training. I was training hard before that. I've continued to train hard, um, but I've gotten stronger. No question. I mean, I could feel it within a week that I was stronger. And so that's been awesome. Um, I felt very much, very grounded, if that makes sense to you. Very just grounded in the moment, grounded to uh, the earth grounded energetically. I feel more solid, if that makes sense. Like walking around, I almost just feel more solidly connected to the earth. Another interesting thing that has happened is my brain. If I feel like it, it feels like it has switched on my brain in some really powerful ways. And I think that, you know, there definitely could be some nutritional aspects to that. My belief and my feeling so far is that the good bacteria is a huge part of that. And one of the things that leads me to believe that is that an experience that I've had uh, that I have really dialed in and know very well in my body is that if I take probiotics, especially probiotics before bed, um, I will dream more. And dreams are really important because dreams... Uh, well, I mean, of course we can dive into the meaning of dreams, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is just the fact that we're dreaming at all and that we're remembering our dreams. That can actually be a sign, uh, whether we're dreaming or not, can be a sign of whether our brain is getting the nutrients that it needs. Because if our brain is getting the fuel that it needs, it's going to be in this, it's going to be on that dream journey during the night, right? And when we're not quite getting the fuel that we need, dr dreams tend to to suffer. And so I had really dialed into my body over the last couple of years. I don't always take probiotics, uh, but occasionally I have. And, and when I have, I always dream more. And I've just, I've known like reliably that just became this reliable um, impact. And the very interesting thing is when I started eating raw meat, it was immediately the same thing. All of a sudden I started dreaming more and my brain just felt more turned on during the day my focus was better. My drive was kind of better. Uh, my alertness and clarity, all, all the kind of aspects of my mind have really felt better. So that's been awesome. One of the things that people have asked me, a few people have asked me if, is if I felt aggressive and I'm not sure exactly what the roots of that are, but a lot of people apparently think that. And the interesting thing is it's actually been, if anything, it has been the opposite. I felt actually more grounded, uh, more calm, less reactive in scenarios, in various you know interactions. And interestingly, I've actually felt more connected with animals. I felt more connected with animals. Like our cat, I have a, uh, I'm actually more drawn to like pet and sit with this cat than I was before, right? So I think a lot of the, uh, you know, people who are, who are vegan and very anti-meat and all that, I think that they would have this expectation or this, you know, attitude that it's like, you know, hating animals and I'm going to be all aggressive. And I've found actually the complete opposite. I've found 
In fact, even our fish, I have fish and it's like, I almost energetically feel a little more drawn to the fish in just this kind of connected way. So, which has been really interesting. I did not expect that at all, but I've definitely, like I said, I felt, I felt very strong in the gym. Um, and I felt very energetically powerful, but at the same time, I felt really calm and collected and connected, which has been awesome. One of the other things that I felt is no question it has had a beneficial impact on my hormones and on my hormonal state, right? So I can tell that in a number of ways. I pay attention to things like erections and morning wood. I pay attention to things like that hormonal smell. So if you guys listen to an episode that I did recently about our hormonal scent, we can learn a ton from that. I'm always paying attention to all these signs that my body's giving me and, and I can feel it. I can feel it when my hormones shift and I've definitely felt a positive impact, um, from a hormonal standpoint, which I think is probably testosterone, but I would just chalk it up to hormones in general. Um, no question. I felt a positive impact from that. So, so far, this has been a very interesting and so far, very good test. I feel fantastic. I have no plans of changing this um, anytime soon. I'm going to continue to test this, continue to, as always, listen to my body. Now, one question that comes up is a lot of people think like, oh, you're going to get parasites and worms and, and all of these things. And when I think about that and the way that I approach that is this, we're actually, you may or may not know this, in our body, we're actually outnumbered 10 to 1 10 to 1, we're outnumbered non-human cells to human cells. Meaning, for every human cell in your body, you actually have 10 cells of other things. Bacteria, viruses, fungi, uh, and yes, including parasites. So, this idea that I think people sometimes have of, you know, keeping all the little keeping all the germs out and, and all this thing. We, we, we're symbiotic creatures. We have this symbiotic relationship with, with mother nature. And that includes the little, little parts of mother, mother nature as well. And so it's, it's not that we try to keep all these things out. The important things is the important thing is balance. So for example, you may have heard of people who have uh, candida overgrowth which is like an overgrowth of this certain, you know, kind of bacteria basically, or it might be yeast anyway, candida. And it's one of those things, just one example, but everybody has that in their body, everybody, every single human. But when people run into problems with it is when it's out of balance, when it's, when there's an overgrowth of that. And I think that this idea of balance is really what it's all about right? Because there's no question that we have, you know, our body is full of bacteria, our body is full of viruses. And yes, our body is full of parasites. It's starting with single cell parasites on up. So this idea that we're going to somehow keep all these things out of us is just not the way that it works. What it's really about is it's about balance. So to me, I think this idea of parasites is the same question. The question is not, how do we somehow rid our body of every single little parasite? Because that's never going to happen. 
the question is how do we keep things properly in balance, right? So there's no question that people do sometimes run into getting out of balance with various things, bacterial, you know, overgrowth and fungal infections where, you know, funguses are funguses, fungi are overgrowing, right? And yes, parasites, right? People run into problems with parasites where they have this overgrowth of parasites. But again, it's about balance. So the question I don't think is how do we eliminate every parasite from our body or from that we're possibly exposed to? I think the question is what do we do to keep those things in balance so that they don't get out of balance? And if we look at things like, you know, E. coli, like salmonella, like parasites, people get, people are affected by those things from all kinds of sources. You've probably heard, you know, lettuce recall, 800,000 pounds of lettuce were recalled because of an E. coli infection, right? People get all kinds of infections like that from all kinds of things. And I think that it's very much more about what is happening in the individual's body than it is what we're exposed to. So for example, you and I might be exposed to the very same thing, the very same pathogen, let's say, right? A virus or a parasite or whatever. And your body might respond completely differently from mine. And that's what it's really about. It's about the condition in our body and how, how we respond to that. So this question of parasites, you know, yes, people do have parasite, <clears throat> excuse me, parasite overgrowth at times. But when I think about that, I can almost guarantee you that none of those people who have, who have had parasite problems, none of those people have eaten raw meat. Like th- this idea that sort of, you know, one thing that I think that we need to be very careful of in life, in every aspect of life, is not just going along with something just because it's the mainstream belief. Because there's a lot of mainstream beliefs that are complete bullshit and that are completely wrong. For example, porn being normal, quote, and okay, that is a mainstream belief. It's completely wrong. Porn sucks and it affects us in hugely negative ways. But the mainstream belief is that porn is fine. So I think it's very important for us to look past those mainstream beliefs. So when when it comes to this raw meat thing, of course, the mainstream belief that's out there is, oh my God, you eat raw meat, you're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna have parasites crawling out of your eyes. You know, how are you, it's all contaminated and you're gonna get sick. And when I look at it, I think, you know, the people that I see that, uh, you know, have had parasite problems or, or other, you know, digestive issues or a lot of these health issues, they've never eaten raw meat. I guarantee it. Conversely, the people that I see eating raw meat, which I've actually gotten connected with more and more since I started this, it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, you think about buying a red car and all of a sudden you start seeing red cars everywhere, that kind of effect, right? As I started testing this, all of a sudden I'm connecting with more and more people and I hear about all these people. Oh yeah, I'm, you know, I eat raw meat or I did that for a while or, you know, that was when I felt the best or, you know, I, I'm like hearing and connecting with all these people um, who have tried it. And the people that I know that, that do this now, are in fantastic health. They don't they don't have parasites. In fact, some of the some of the people that I know of that that do this are actually in some of the best health of anybody that I know. And so it was enough evidence. I saw enough evidence of okay, 
you know, there's enough potential benefits. The people that I see doing this seem to be in fantastic health. The, the mainstream beliefs of like, oh, here's that major risk with that doesn't necessarily really seem to pan out to me because again, the people that I see, you know, people get sick with E. coli and all those sorts of things from all kinds of things, not just meat. And when it comes to parasites specifically, people that have parasites or that where they kind of become a problem, I think it's much more about the overall situation in their body. It's not that they're being exposed to parasites in some, some other way. It's about the situation in their body. So bottom line, it was enough for me to test and I have felt fantastic so far. And I'm going to continue to test this and I will keep you guys updated on how I am feeling. So I'm going to give you um, a really quick idea of what I've been eating. I'm very much habitual. Uh, and so I've been eating very much the same thing a lot of days. So here's what I've been recently eating. And again, this is not, I'm not saying you should go eat this. I'm just telling you what I've been doing as a test. So I've been eating, my typical day has included, uh, dates. I really like dates. I eat a lot of dates, uh, as a really good raw carb source. So my typical day includes this dates, uh, raw almonds, bee pollen, raw eggs, raw meat, uh, a little bit of dark chocolate a little bit of like a water kefir, uh, something like that as a, as a little kind of like half a bottle of a water kefir is something nice to drink. Uh, and then on some days I've included either a couple of baked potatoes, um, or I tried a little bit of pasta on a couple days. I've had some sourdough bread on a couple days. So I've, I, I've experimented on a lot of days with including some cooked additional carb source. So that's what my typical day of eating looks like right now. So that's what I did today. First, I eat, I've eaten two meals today. First meal, I had dates, I had almonds, I had some bee pollen, uh, and I had three raw eggs. Uh, second meal, I had more dates, uh, more bee pollen, more raw almonds, more raw eggs, and raw meat. And so that's pretty much what I'm eating. And I'm going to wrap up the evening with some dark chocolate because I dig that. So that's what I'm eating right now. And one thing you'll notice in that is um, I'm currently not eating essentially any vegetables. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people probably think I'm crazy for that. And there was actually a period of time in my life when I ate almost all vegetables. My typical daily meal was like I would make this ginormous salad and chop up a gazillion different vegetables and make this huge salad. And I've actually found I, if I'm getting the nutrients that I need, vegetables often don't seem to be the best source of those nutrients for me. And I have been, like I said, I've been feeling fantastic. So I'm not recommending that you go do this. And I'm not saying this is how I'm going to eat the rest of my life, but this is what I'm testing right now. And I always will be testing always, always, always. I will never stop testing. When I stop testing will be the day that I die until then I will be testing and experimenting because there's always something to learn in every aspect of life. And we can always get better. So I just want to get you guys updated on that test that I'm doing. A lot of you guys probably think I'm totally crazy, but that's okay because you know what? A lot of the most powerful uh, things that I have found in my life, especially when it comes to health, have been by being willing to test things that most people won't. For example, semen retention, hugely powerful, had a huge impact on my life, really completely changed the course of my life if we really want to be real with it and, you know, hugely impactful for the guys who, who try it, which I know so many of you guys have put that into play in some way or another, but you know what, if you look at the most of the world's population, most guys won't try that and they probably never will. 
But for me, it's been a hugely powerful thing. And I know it has been for a lot of you guys as well. So just one example of the fact that, again, so many of the really most powerful breakthroughs in my life have come from testing things that most people won't. If we want to get results that most people don't get, we got to do things that most people won't do. And one of the things that I want to do is I want to have a level of health that most people don't have. I want to be exceptionally healthy. So I'm willing to test things and they don't always work out. You know, I do tests. I mean, hell, I told you that when I tested carnivore, it took me actually a couple weeks to recover from that because it just changed the way that I felt so much. Not every test works out well, but a lot of them do. And when they do, it's, it's a leveling up right? It's finding something, oh shit, this actually really works. This makes a difference in my life. Testing is the only way to find that stuff out. So always be testing. And as you move forward on this journey, grind with gratitude, be willing to push and fight and work hard and get uncomfortable and have, have gratitude for that all along the way. Have gratitude for the tough times. You know, you're, you're down, Maybe on a day, you have an off day, you're going through a challenging period in your life. Find the gratitude in that. Find the beauty in that. There's beauty in challenge. There's beauty in the suffering, actually, of life. So grind with gratitude. Keep testing. Let me know if I can do anything for you. Hit me up by text or on Telegram or Instagram or Facebook. Sending you guys kick-ass vibes. Have an awesome rest of your weekend and new week ahead. And we'll talk to you soon.